As we enter our senior years, activities and social opportunities may become limited. Care Partners provides the setting for new relationships and planned social events. Our staff directs multiple group or individual activities every day in surroundings that are safe and secure. Have fun and be active again, not isolated. Care Partners offers 15 vibrant communities in Western Washington and Spokane with high-quality, affordable, independent, assisted living, and memory care options. Visit carepartnersliving.com. The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio on this Thanksgiving holiday weekend. And I hope each and every one of you had a glorious holiday. I know for me, it was a time to reflect on all the things that have occurred this last year. And a lot of us, um, when we say coming out of a pandemic, I don't know if we're necessarily coming out of the pandemic, but we are certainly... um, encouraged by the news that here in Washington state, we have over 80% of our population have had at least one vaccine and close to 90% have had both vaccines. And of course, I just got my booster shot um, a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, we're making progress and we're certainly moving forward to being able to be with people again. And I hope all of you out there had a glorious holiday filled with with family and friends and all (laughs) kinds of wonderful connectedness, which I think we all need. And part of that connectedness, a lot of you may not have been around a senior loved one for a while. And obviously there's a lot of things going on in the pandemic where they may have been sitting, you know, alone in their homes. They're allowing things to collect because they don't have the abilities to do so. And, you know, you may find you might have a senior loved one or not a senior, Uh, just be in a situation where all of a sudden you want to know how in the world can you help and what is out there. And so we are so honored today to have Suzanne Albi, who is the um, uh, owner of Be Organized, that's B-E-E, like the buzzing bee, organized.com. And Suzanne, you are here in the Seattle area and you help families with a million different ways in which they can eliminate chaos in their life. And I think that is the perfect time this weekend for us to talk about these things and talk about how can you step up and not only help others, but how can you prevent chaos from building up in your life? So Suzanne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here, Suzanne. You know, I am very interested in what you do and certainly, um, you know, I, I can't even imagine today what's going on with our, with our senior population. Let's just talk about our senior population, especially as a result of the pandemic. What is happening these days, Suzanne? Well, I think our seniors today are kind of worried about what their next steps are. They're sitting with their family, perhaps over the weekend, knowing that their time is going to come where they are going to need to choose to live a different lifestyle or in a different environment than they currently are. And that can bring a lot of angst and worry. Sure. Um, There is our baby boomer population is growing over 10,000 baby boomers every day turn 65. Mm -hmm. Think about that. 3 million retired in 2019. 
Wow. I know it's just growing. There's that population is just a rapid growth. The expectation is that the 85 plus senior population will increase 177% in the next 30 years. My goodness. Right. So there's a lot of those baby boomers out there now, but I think as we talk in this segment about um, how seniors are going to start thinking about their legacy, what they want to leave behind, it's important to talk about a little bit about what the current situation is. So obviously there's a lot of baby boomers out there, but we also have to think about, you know, how they live their lives. Their terms of success or the idea of success for many baby boomers mm -hmm. was to have their own home to have a really nice car, True. to have beautiful things in their home. Mm -hmm. um, those types of things um, not only relate a sense of status, but also that feeling of success that so many of them had. They worked exactly. hard. They deserve exactly. some nice things. Um, the problem with that is that they have a lot of things, a lot of stuff. So they that's do. what needs to be addressed. Yeah. I think secondly, um, the last couple generations, especially, or a couple decades, consumerism is up. You know, it is so much easier to buy things. We can click on an Amazon link at 2 a.m. and it can be at our, on our doorstep the next day. Yep. Lot, my neighbors in particular, I always laugh because I feel like they have an Amazon delivery every day. In fact, I know they do, but you don't see things leaving, right? So mm -hmm. not exactly sure where all those things are going, but there's definitely a lot of consumerism. In fact, uh, Kristen once shared a stat with me that I love and it is and Kristen is your CEO who will be with us later yes. this hour yes yes exactly um but the stat is this it's 12 percent of the world's population lives in North America and Western Europe wow that 12 percent accounts for 60 percent of our private consumption spending so think about that. wow 12 percent of the population is buying 60 percent of the stuff Wow. Right. That is a powerful statistic. It really is. And then on the opposite side, a third of humanity live in Asia and Africa and only spend 3.2% mm -hmm. mm -hmm. of that spending. So just shows that Americans, we spend a lot. Mm -hmm. We do we spend a lot of money. We buy a lot of things. And I'm probably as guilty as your neighbor is in many ways, including, you know, I mean, it's so easy today when you're talking about consuming. I mean, I, I buy my groceries on Amazon. I do my, I do everything online these days. And it's kind of interesting how that mindset transfers over into, Hey, you know, it'd be nice to have something like this. And you look at, and then next thing you know, it's showing up at your doorstep. So you're right. What are things that are, are leaving? And, and it's kind of interesting to see, you know, that mindset within, would you say that, that it's like the baby boomers primarily where, where are you finding that is kind of the, or is it more in the population? You know, I think that they're uh, definitely the baby boomers account for the majority of it, but there's, they are the majority of the population right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think the next generation down, my generation, those people that might be in their forties, fifties, you know, mm -hmm. there's a little bit of that in them, but then there's also this turn and this idea of um, living more simplistically Yeah, that is kind of coming into play. Their understanding right. as their parents are aging and yeah. having to deal with all their stuff that maybe that's not the right way to live their yeah. lives. Yeah. You don't do need the big house anymore. You know, I, what I found found with a lot of the, uh, you know, the uh, 
adult children of our seniors that are moving into senior living, which we want to talk about. But what I'm finding is, is that there's a lot of this emphasis of, I don't want stuff, you know? And so that is really a new and an interesting dynamic. So obviously those of us that are in the older uh, scale, you know, of the baby boomer, I'm like flat in the middle of baby boomers. I was born in 56, but 46 is 10 years older. That's 10 years older than me. This we're looking at people that are 75 ish to, to 80, you know, moving into there. What obviously they're starting to think about, you know, senior living. Is that correct in that age group? Absolutely. I think one of those, one of those keys too, is that people live longer than they used to. Mm-hmm. Very true. So they are, you know, um, perhaps in the past, the idea of senior living wasn't even present because uh-huh. there wasn't as much of a need. No. So for example, my own parents uh, downsized from a very large home in the Midwest to senior living in that process. You know, one of the big roadblocks was my mom had this idea of all senior living facilities are nursing homes. So, yep. and in her very mind, common, a nursing, yeah, a, a nursing home was like, you know, a horrible place to be, yeah. you know, it smelled exactly. it like, you know, it wasn't clean, you know, and the idea of like these seniors now needing to relearn or rethink about what a senior community can be mm-hmm. um, is a big deal now because they do need that extra step. Right. Right. A lot of those seniors too have yeah. planned, I hate to say this, but they've planned for their death. Yeah. For example, my own parents, again, they've planned their funeral. They've bought yeah. their headstone. Good for they them know. though. Yeah, it's wonderful. I don't have to deal with that. But that's, you know, it's kind of eerie, you know, to see that headstone out there already with their birth date, but not the end date. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that generation did. They were worried about funeral arrangements. They didn't want to have the burden of the funeral arrangements uh, to their kids. Yet they didn't really think about that time right before that, you know, those 10, 20 years where you're, you've retired. Right. But now you're at a point where maybe you can't take care of your home or don't want to. Yeah. You know, and what to do then. So I think that's where, when these senior living communities come into play and that idea of bringing that absolutely knowledge of what these senior communities can be like. Well, and it's interesting too. I think, um, you know, one of the things that we say, matter of fact, one of our promotional spots about the show that all of our listeners pretty much hear all the time is a lady that talks about it's too much to deal with to, to stay in her house with having property taxes and all the different types of maintenance items, but it's too much to deal with to move because I have too much stuff. I don't know what to do. And so they end up doing nothing and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And obviously, you know, when I have my own personal story, just like you do with taking care of your loved ones, um, you know, I took care of my mom and it took us four months to get that house from moving her into senior living and then trying to deal with all the stuff that she had behind. And I mean, my mother had saved every picture that I drew in elementary school. She had all the scrapbooks of my piano (laughs) recitals and my, my graduation baccalaureate and commencement and all these things that, you know, was an honor to me. Right. And I'm going like, I don't want this crap, you know? (laughs) So it's, it was a lot of stuff that we threw away um, that, but that were important to my mom. And Mm -hmm. I remember feeling guilty. There's part of me that felt guilty about that, but I understand, you know, it's that 
when we talk about, you've used a term before with me, legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I think um, more than anything, this legacy that people want to live, they or want to share, they don't want more than anything to burden their kids. Mm -hmm. Yet they want to honor those items, those family heirlooms, those um, pieces Mm -hmm. of their life that tell a story, or maybe there's an item uh, on a bookshelf that tells a story about an experience in their life. Right. So I think a lot of seniors are concerned about losing that memory if they lose the item. Sure, sure. Um, But also, yes, wanting to leave behind these wonderful memories of themselves for their kids without giving the, you know, placing them in a situation where they are burdened by having to deal with their stuff. Well, this is an important topic. And so Suzanne, before we go into our next segment, we're going to be talking about the relationship that we have with stuff. And in the meantime, how do we reach you? Um, You can reach us at beorganized.com or Suzanne at beorganized.com or our phone number is 206-627-0957. And that's B-E-E organized. Correct. We're worker bees. We get it done. I love it. And so anyway, Suzanne, everyone will be right back right after this. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Are you overwhelmed looking for a senior living solution for yourself or a loved one? We at Care Partner Senior Living pride ourselves in helping seniors or their loved ones navigate the often new and confusing process of finding the right senior living option. Hi, I'm Colette with Care Partners. Care Partner Senior Living has 15 vibrant communities throughout Western Washington and Spokane, providing independent, assisted living, and memory care at extremely affordable pricing. And if you ever run out of funds and need to convert to Medicaid, you will never be asked to move. Being locally owned and close to our communities means care partners can provide you the personal assistance and education to find the right senior care solution. One that allows you to stretch your assets, preserve your estate, and stay active and safe, all while giving you the peace of mind that you never have to worry about moving. That's the Care Partners experience. Visit carepartnersliving.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.